Well, I'm sick of hearing noise in the hallway. I'm glad it's over. All great plumbers demand silence before they commence with their work. Electricians, too. You and I are no different. They should respect it. Welcome to the Dan and Jordan Show right here on gradio.ca. Everton's best local station. You are tuned in on Saturday, 7 o'clock, and it's time for lots of fun. Yeah, we're going to have some more fun. So there's fun and there's lots of fun. Then there's the fun you're going to have. Which is both, a combination of fun and lots of fun. We're still working on the names. We don't know exactly how it's going to break down. Exactly, but we're never going to sell out of fun. We got so much fun. Warehouses full of fun and more. Not to suggest that there's not a lot of demand for fun, because we're moving a lot of fun through here. It's just we keep stock replenished, because we know that when people come for fun, they want it, and they want it now. They got to have their fun. You ever seen a person who went without their fun? Oh, they get very cranky. I once went without fun. I went on a fun strike for three days, and by the end, I was just mentally broken down. I was on the floor sobbing. That's sad. It was sad. It was the opposite of fun. Which is not what people want to have. So I learned my lesson quick there. Fun strikes, definitely not worth it. I think the toll that it's taking on my body is, you know, but my parents instilled certain values in me and I uphold those values, you know. They say, take a fun strike. You got to take those three days every week not to have fun. It's tradition. Your family tradition is killing you. I think it is because honestly, when I have those four days for fun, I'm packing so much fun into those days to make up for the three days I've had to miss. I don't sleep. I don't eat. It's just boom, constant fun, solid fun block, 24 hours. Well, and then your fun levels are up, down, up, down. You're always spiking and crashing like a diabetic. You might go into a fun coma. That's how I feel. I feel like I need to have a shot that I can take to just, you know, maybe add a little bit of fun into each day. I feel if I spread fun out over seven days, everything would be okay. I'd go back to my fun levels just kind of evening out nice and flat all the time. Just a good level of fun in in the body. You know, the craziest thing is when my parents die, it's going to be a really sad day. But also it's going to be a really fun day because then I'll be like, oh, yes, I can inject three days of fun back into my system. You've also got a child. Are you going to uphold this family tradition? Well, I'm raising him that way for now, yes. I know that Child Protective Services sometimes hears about people not giving their kids enough fun. And I just hope that as my best friend, you, you you won't rat me out. I would never rat you out. I would never report you to the authorities in that way. We're best friends. Okay, good. Thank you. So with that in mind, let's let's just get the show started and we'll go from there. Okay, that'll be fun. I, as a police officer, am here to take your complaints seriously, obviously. I understand you were being robbed at gunpoint, which is very right. serious. And I'm just trying to work my way through the story. So you're there, got you held up. Yep. And you said there's nothing you could do to get away from him. That's right. And you hadn't considered, you know, there's certain things you can do in a situation like that. Certain things, you know. You hadn't considered biting him in any way, using your teeth? No, I didn't think about biting him. I'm not a vampire. What do you think I was going to do? I see you're not a vampire. No vampire would have this much garlic in an apartment. I wasn't going to say anything as an officer of the law, but as a citizen, it's a lot. So there's no way I could assume you were a vampire. I like garlic, okay? I was saying that sarcastically, obviously, knowing that you're seeing all the garlic behind me. Like, what am I, a vampire? Duh, take a look, buddy. Are you that dense? It was a comment on you more than me, honestly. Well, that's fair. I'm glad we can have this back and so, forth. Me too. I just want to get this crime solved, get it out of my hair, you know? Certain areas of the human body are susceptible to biting. A human bite is one of the most dangerous things there is. I'm aware of that. 
I eat all my food with my teeth. I rip through, you know, beef flesh. Packages. You probably open your CDs with I your do. Teeth. I mean, I don't buy many CDs anymore, but... Sometimes I use my teeth to tie a knot. Teeth come in handy. I agree. I love my teeth. Don't get me wrong here. I'd bite off a bottle cap. But you said that the gun and his hand were right up next to your head. Yeah. You could have just turned your head and bitten him. Most people, when they're nipped by a small animal, like a chihuahua, for instance, will drop what they're holding. I don't think that applies to hardened criminals. I think hardened criminals could take a chihuahua bite and keep moving. I don't want to compare my bite to Maybe. a chihuahua's bite. I mean, my bite is obviously significantly stronger than a chihuahua's. Your jaw is slightly bigger than a chihuahua's. I'll give you that. Probably have more pounds per, per square inch. That's right. I'm not saying I could compete with every dog. I'm just saying a chihuahua, definitely smoke them. And then you say the robber hand-fed you some snacks. At gunpoint. So now he's feeding you. He's literally, he's bringing food. He's holding food. What kind of food was he here? It says a pickle, a dill pickle. Yes, it was a dill pickle. Thank Man you for making pickles. that distinction. With garlic, might I add. Of course. Again. He just used the pickles I had in the house. He wasn't bringing in pickles to do this. It was pretty impromptu. He was trying to teach me a lesson. He's like, I'll feed you whatever I want. So the last person who would have dill pickles with garlic is a vampire. Do you think a vampire robbed me? Is that what you're trying to say? I wouldn't want to try to outbite a vampire, especially. I do not know. If he, if he did, he withstood a heck of a scent. Holding the pickle alone probably would have burnt his skin. He was wearing gloves. He was wearing gloves. He was. Okay. Could have been a vampire I then. assume to not leave fingerprints, but it could have been for the garlic. Could have been both. Now, uh, let's move on to the description. You say he covered half of his face like a cowl. It wasn't a cowl. Gazed... No, no, it wasn't a cowl. It was more like a cape. A cape? I'd say a cape sort of thing. And you know how most capes would just be kind of like flat at the bottom? Mm-hmm. This one had kind of points, you know, like a bat wing would have sort of thing, you know? Okay. You know, like one of those pointy capes? Like a duke. Maybe. Maybe a duke. Maybe some other royal title. I'm not sure. He was very well dressed, immaculately dressed, and his hair was perfect. You say it was in a V shape. And slick A widow's back. peak. A widow's peak. Yes. Pure black. He looked like a pale dude, too, like he hadn't really been out in the sun much. Did he take any pails while he was here? He didn't take any pails. Yeah, I see your pails aren't missing. No, I got my pails. Uh, it's mostly he just uh, took the blood that I had been stockpiling for myself. Yourself? I figured if I ever need a blood transfusion, who better to be a donor than, than you. myself? Smart. So I'm just kind of banking my own blood. More Americans should consider this. You're taking care of your own health care. It's kind of like doomsday prepping in a way. I'm prepping for my own personal doomsday. That's all anybody can really do. But now my whole supply is gone. It's all gone. Your whole supply. He took every last drop. He even took a little bit of blood from me. I, he cut me a little bit. Really? Just a little bit. He had a little knife, too. He cut me a little tiny bit. And he licked the blood wound. Licked it. And he called it a blood wound, which is weird, because normally you just call it a wound. That's why I use that phraseology. I didn't slip up when I said that. Sir, I'm sorry I brought you into your office. I don't mean to alarm you. I know you're the boss of this company here, but I just wanted to let you know something of the highest import. I think this is really going to blow your top. It's going to blow my top? Like lose my temper? You're going to be really upset, I think. I hope I've read this correctly. I hope that I know you well enough to know by now that this is going to make you really upset. Okay, so I'm just going to come right out and tell you. I'm not going to beat around the bush anymore, okay? Okay. Profits have gone up 500%. That's great. That's great news. Why would that upset me? That's fantastic news. <laughs> oh. That's what we want to do at this company. Oh. Oh, wow. Whew. Well, I read that one wrong, huh? I thought, I thought like any change in the profit was what was making you angry all those times when I told you the profit went down. I thought to myself, hmm, boss doesn't like it when the profits change in any way. So I thought, 
I bring you a profit increase, you're going to be, whoa, you're going to be sky high mad because they went up 500%. How long did you weigh this in your mind? I was fighting with myself over this, okay? It was, you know, a couple couple of days. couple of days? couple of days. What? It was maybe two or three days, okay? It's your job to let me know what the profits are doing so we can buy and sell the stocks of this company. I know, I know. I just thought that... Where are the profits at now? Well... This is going to, well, I guess it's not going to be so bad, right? Because I know that you don't mind if the profits change now. It's, they're kind of down by about 250%. We should have sold days ago. It's only 250. It's only a 250 change. It's not a, you said you didn't mind if the profits change. You said that was a good thing. When they go up. Oh, right. When they go up. Sorry, sorry. You weren't my son. misread the room here. Hey, Dad. You know what? No video games for you for a week. Oh, come on. Come on. One week. Fine, I'll focus more effort on the company, okay? I'll focus harder on my job. One week later. D- uh, Dad? Yeah, Dad? I, yeah, yes, I was just about to enjoy this blood vodka. I, I know I'm calling you Dad at work now. I realize that's getting a little, maybe too, too informal. Should I just call you Sir still, or? Yeah, call me Sir. All right, Sir. I just wanted to let you know about a change in the profits. It's been only a small change, okay? I know I updated you a mere minute ago, but... Here's another change in the profits. The profits have moved 0.25% up. 0.25%. Oh, I'm getting word now that the profits have now moved down 0.01%. I don't need I don't need these constant updates where you're in here all the time telling me how it's moving up and down, up and down. I'm supposed I just want... to be taking my job more seriously. Yeah, well and when it's up when it's up to a point where we can profit, when it's past the profit margin, then we can sell. If it drops Whoa, it's starting to crash. You see a trend coming. Yeah, I see like the crash. Like the slinky. Yeah. You see it's catching on. I it's see catching the motion fire. you're making. It's catching fire. The building is catching fire. It's falling and down. and yeah, burning see, and we're all dying. I, I see it. Then you tell me to sell. I'm just telling you to buy and sell. That's all I'm doing? That's all we do. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought taking my job more seriously meant more updates on the movement of the profit number, but... Monitor the numbers. Don't update. Unless I need the update. One week later. Knock, 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 knock. Yes? What hey, is it? Hey, Dad. How's it going? I, it was going good. I was just going over the morning stocks. I just wanted to let you know that I have been monitoring the profits. Excellent. Come come into my office. Okay. Enjoy a blood vodka. Oh, thanks. That'd be great. Oh, wait. You're still on the clock. Well, yeah? what the heck? You're my son. Thanks. Thanks, Pop. You got one poured already. That was... I like to pour myself a couple extra each day. That makes sense. That way, pour them all in the morning. Just grab for the rest of the day. Just grab them. That makes a lot of sense. I'm going to start doing that with mine. Listen, I just wanted to let you know I've been monitoring all the profits. Mm. Nothing I've really seen going on too much that would warrant your attention yet. Why Why are we having this? this uh, well, I just wanted, you know. Dialogue. I was talking with one of my colleagues and they were like, whoa, you know, you should probably tell your dad about this. And I was like, why? He said not to bother him. So I figured, you know what? Let's just bring it to dad. And if, he's, if Johnson's wrong, you can just fire Johnson and be done with it. So I just wanted to let you know about the profits. They went up about Excellent. 100%. About oh. 100%. Oh, I will uh, pick up the phone right now. Then there was a steep crash in the profits. A what? A big crash. They went down about 1,000. God. Roughly 1,000%. But here's why I didn't think it would be a big deal. Because then the profits, boom, immediate, another spike, 500%. So they're, they're down 500%. No, they're up 500% from where they were when I last monitored them. I just wanted to let you know, you know, I figured, because profits are up 500% now, right? 
you know, I've been selling a lot. Honestly, you told me it goes down, you sell. It goes up, you buy. I've been operating that way. When it goes down, that's when I sell off my stock. When it goes up, I snatch up all the stock I can get. It's the opposite. Yeah. You're supposed to buy on the dips and sell on the, the highs. See, that doesn't make much sense. I'm riding a big high. I'm just like, time to buy something for myself. I'm doing great now. And then at a low point, you're like, oh, well, I need some therapy. I need some retail therapy. So I buy up some stocks, you know, it makes me feel better. The profits go up a little bit. Suddenly it's like, yeah, I can buy some more stocks again. I mean, a lot of creditors are calling. They don't seem to understand the accounting model, which I have laid out before you. It's good, son. It's good. I'm glad you've done what you've done. Welcome to self-defense class. All right. We're here to do some serious self-defense stuff. I've got my associate, Stephen, here with me. He is my top pupil. Hey, everyone. We are on a completely even footing as far as I'm concerned. Totes even. Everything about us. Everything alang. Don't really appreciate the thing alang thing, but that's... Send that color commentary. That's fine. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you. Uh, doing the presentation. So, basically... Stephen and I have kind of devised a brand new technique brand for new. self-defense. Wholly new. Totes you've new. never seen before. Totes new. Never seen. Never dreamed. When an attacker attacks you, you simply curl up in a ball, wet yourself, and beg for help. Cry to your mama. Weep those tears. If you can cry to your mama, great. If your mama's already dead, use that. Mom's dead. Can't use her. But do use her. Yeah. For self-defense. Defense. I'm going to turn it over to Stephen here. All right, turned over. Flipped. Tossed over here. Catching it. Doing something with it. Juggling. Circus act. Fireball. All right, Stephen, can I just talk to you over here for a sec? Having a chat. Stephen, you're a really great assistant, okay? Sometimes you may get caught in the, in the hyping aspect of your job. Hyping it up. That's right, exactly. Hyping it up. Caught in the trap. That's right, exactly, yes. So I just think... We need to tell people about this new technique. It's your idea. Spreading the word. It's your idea. You're so articulate when we're just by ourselves. Changing the game. The minute we reveal these new concepts to the public, you just immediately become the hype man. Hyping it out there. That's right. You're, hype. you're hyping it out there. Flipping right. the cakes. Whisking the bowl. You're doing great. Free socks. You've enjoyed half of the Dan and Jordan show so far, but there's more to come here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. So stay tuned. Hello again, Robert. Hello, Frank. You may recognize me from when I was in your store last, your pet store here. Yeah, you're a regular customer here. Purchased that dog from you. I remember. Well, I uh, am here to return what... Once was a dog, but now is a man. A wear dog. I wasn't aware that that was what I was buying when I purchased it from this location. I thought I was just getting a puppy that I could take home and relax with. Well, I mean, most dogs are sold as is. It's a strict store policy. That's true, and he hasn't changed. I've brought him back exactly as he is. Technically, it's the exact same matter, exact same molecules. Just in man form instead of dog form. You were informed up front that there was a small percentage chance that your dog would transform into a man or another pet or 
etc. I believe the contract said. I accept that there are anomalies in this world that I can't explain. Full moon rises, a man transforms into a dog. Who am I to judge him? No one. But I don't want to own him. You bought the dog during our full moon special. You came in specifically for the special. You got the special on the dog. You did not wait till the morning to see if he would become a man. Ergo, you have forfeited your right to complain about this matter, I think, Frank. And I have to set him free. You can't set him free. Well, if I own a human being, then what does that make me? It's not a, a dog owner. No, it's a were dog. It's not a human being. Well, it's a were dog when it's in dog form. But it's not even a dog. It just looks like a regular dog. There's nothing on it that says were dog. You lift his legs up, find out what kind he is or she. This one is a male. This one happened to be a male. That's why I chose him. Wanted a male dog. Now I just got some guy living in my house. Did you name him yet? He had a driver's license that he went and collected. He said he must have left it there last time he transformed into a hound. Well, I don't know what to tell you. He's got creditors calling after him. Now they're calling me. That becomes the responsibility of the owner, yes. I just wanted something to walk on Sunday afternoons. You can walk with him. I'm not sure he'll consent to being put on a leash, but you'll have to ask him. I'm not going to walk around with a man on a leash. Consider him a were-dog. Don't think of him as a man. I'm sure he doesn't think of himself as a man anymore. I don't know what he thinks of himself. I don't know what kind of man goes out there, recklessly transforms into a dog, allows himself to be picked up, put into the pound, put into a pet's shop, and sold to an unsuspecting consumer. Listen, I'll level with now, you. Now, I bought the warranty. I'll I did buy a... I know you did. I know you bought the warranty. Extended warranty. I'll level with you. We've been trying to sell what we've been calling Rusty. For the last three full moon sales that we've had. I've still got the box. I'll put them back in the box. We put them back on the shelf. I don't think I can give you a refund. You bought them on a moonlight Store sale credit. special. Store credit. Store credit? I'll pick something else. Okay. Great. Well, that sounds fine. We can do that. So you brought the you brought the animal with you? He's waiting outside. Is he going to require a smoke. muzzle? Or? No, he's not a fighter. He looks scrappy, but it's just, just his beard. Well, we'll get him in here. We were calling him Rusty. What did you name him again? Or sorry, what was his driver's license name? Phil McGuire. Phil McGuire. Odd name for a dog. I think we'll stick with Rusty probably. Simpler. Okay, well, we'll bring the animal in. We'll give you store credit here. I mean, I do have some other pets I could show you. Maybe a parrot. A parrot would be good. Sure. What about a parrot who also has a man's mind trapped in it? So it has all the memories of a man, but it's in a bird body. Is this a sale? Did I get a deal on you this You get parrot? a deal on it. Yeah, we didn't realize it was a cursed parrot. It was actually in a death row block for a number of years, and a number of killers have transported their souls through this bird now. I don't know. It sounds like it's been through a lot of souls. It's been through a lot of souls, but now it's out of the death row block. It's got its final soul in there. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Now, parrots live a long time. They could live up to 100 years. I know. And we don't want you to have anyone die around this parrot because it doesn't really need another soul going through And it. plus, serial killers and all them murderers, they got really strong motivations, strong drives. So if I did get one of them in the, one of the parrots, you know, and they say they're in the parrot, they're not just going to hang around and be lazy. Not like Phil. Definitely not. It sounds like Rusty was a pretty good companion Rusty. to you. Sorry, Rusty. I forgot. I would be heartbroken. I mean, I don't know. How do your children feel about this? You're taking away their beloved pet here after one day. When he transformed, he was sitting up on my lap eating crackers off of my chest. And did Rusty continue to do that after he transformed? He did not. My family fled in shock terror. So you ran from him? I didn't run. I sat there, petrified. I couldn't run. He was on top of me. Imagine how he felt. Here he is in a brand new home, 
trying to get acclimated to it. And the whole family just yeah, gets away screaming because he looks a little different. Where dogs are living creatures that change, okay? I accept that. I suggest you give him another chance. I'll give him another chance. But at least give me a bag of food or something. Well, This guy eats like a teenager. Really? What are you feeding him? Bunch of scraps from after my breakfast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I you put can't him down him. in no, his you bowl. you can't do that. Why? You can't give him food that you're eating. He asked if he could have a piece of toast and a coffee. He was barking? You got to discipline the animal when he's barking while you're eating. I didn't expect him. Yeah, he was barking orders at me. Yeah. I didn't expect him to talk like a man. You've got to discipline him when he does that. You got to get a choke chain for this animal. A zap collar. Something to just put him in line and say, you know, I feed you when it's time to be fed. You don't just get scraps from the table whenever you want. He can make use of his time. Yeah. Instead of sitting there watching uh, my NFL subscription. Just because he's watching doesn't mean you can't enjoy it as well. I gave up the NFL. I banned the NFL in the home. He says he's a big fan, big Ravens fan. Well, why'd you keep the NFL package for then? Well, I just thought Probably just signed in case. signed into a contract. Or yeah, I'm not a contract breaker. I know you, Frank. Take those things seriously. And yet here you are trying to, you know, kind of Welsh on your wear dog, trying to send him on back to the factory. <laughs> Space can be a lonely place. I think we both admit that. Very lonely. You are often just left with your own thoughts. Yeah. So that's what I've kind of been thinking, you know. I've been really thinking about it a lot, and I've been thinking we should cordon off the space station. You stay on one half, I stay on one half. We just go back to space being a lonely place. Because, honestly, when I signed up for this mission, I wasn't really looking to make friends. I thought I was going to be up here alone. You're a competent spaceman. No question about that. You're doing a great job here, but I just really wanted to have the think time, you know. I just went through a bad divorce back on Earth. And... Right. I hear you. But, I mean, you're, we're a space crew, right? Yeah. It's not just like, oh, there's a spaceman. No, it's the, the the crew of the Apollo 90. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we're part of the crew. Individually, you know, I, re- I retain my right to being an individual. Sure. I'm the, hey, I'm not a total collectivist. I'm just saying, you know, we're, we're the crew. We're in this together as a team. There's no I in team. That's what I'm saying. No, but there's a meat, delicious meat, M-E-A-T, M-E, me. There's me and team. Spell it a certain way. Rearrange the letters. I like to refer to myself as I, not me. It's not going to work phonetically. There's also an A in team. A stands for a lot of things. Android. Astronaut. Abnormal. Abscess. We can go around naming A words all day. Hey, it's not a competition. It's totally not a competition. Four, by the way. This is the sort of stuff I'm talking about, okay? You're constantly competing with me. You're puffing up your chest, making me feel bad. I'm not trying to do that. It's how I was programmed. You're not in charge of your programming. I just think you should maybe, you know, seek to grow beyond your programming. I'm trying. I'm trying to upgrade. The firmware is so slow. And, you know, half the time they upgrade, and I actually feel like I get slower. That's the thing. Well, I don't know why robot companies do that. That makes no sense. Planned obsolescence is why they do that. But we have the funds to do all kinds of incredible things. We're on the Apollo 90 here. There's been 89 previous missions here. And there has been 89 previous me's. Well, I got to say, it seems kind of like they maybe scrimped on the the old robot budget there. Well, what are you saying? Just because they're offering us for $0 down that they're scrimping on the robot budget? Not just the cost. I'm saying, like... No, the quality... Quality is really what it's about. 
And if we can get a deal on a good robot, obviously that's completely fine. See, that's the real problem. You just see me as a robot, not as a member of the crew. I was never a member of the crew. That's why you're like, I'm up here alone. Yeah. Because I'm here with a robot. Yeah. And I've been trying my best to isolate you socially from myself, and you just won't take the hint. See, there's another part of your programming you really lack. Why don't you just walk through that uncanny valley with me? Just forget that there's something off about me, that I'm not, there's something that's not quite right, something unsettling. You look very weird. You look almost human, but not quite. Isn't it a human quality you're not supposed to judge me on my looks? Judge me for what's underneath. That's the problem. I am judging you for that. Because it's what you can see is what's underneath. I know. My skin is not thick enough. Exactly. I'm seeing all your weird circuits and servos moving around. It's bizarre. Yeah. Well, it would be bizarre if I could see your bones too. Exactly. That's why I have this skin here, right? You think... I turn on infrared or x-ray. I got x-ray vision. X-ray you right now. Don't use there. x-ray Just on me. Just looked at all Stop your bones. That. Listen, here's the thing, though, right? I mean, we're 90 generations deep. You seem like maybe a 45th generation model at best. 45 generations behind, pal. Things were not great in the 45s. I'll give you that. But the 50s, man, that's when robots were great. We would love to have a 50 model up here. NASA would love to have that up here. You've got... A 90. Yeah, they just rebranded you 90. What, you think just because they got a deal on me because of the nostalgia factor? That's exactly what I think. They put in twice the storage space of the 45 into you and called it a 90, and that's it. You're still basically a 45 in there. I was thinking maybe you could do the honorable thing and, you know, just turn yourself off. You want me to deactivate myself? Well, maybe. Or we could section off the space station, as I said before. Option three would be you shoot yourself out of the airlock, never to be seen again. You know, I would never ask that, of course. You've reached the end of another episode of the Dan and Jordan Show right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. Thank you very much for tuning in every Saturday at 7, and you can do it again next Saturday if you like as well. Let us join you on your commute when you're going for a jog, when you're going for a drive, anywhere you are. You can bring a little comedy and a little fun with you. Just check out our archive on SoundCloud. Follow us on social media at Good Improv. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And just enjoy life. That's all we ask. Yeah, enjoy life, have fun, and we'll see you next time.